You are listening to a recording provided for the use of the blind and print impaired. Materials or items read on Airs LA are the copyright property of the original authors and publishers. No unauthorized use or duplication is permitted. Hello, I'm Ava DeVoe. Welcome to this podcast of articles from National Geographic Kids magazine, a presentation of Airs LA. Our first article is from the February 2022 edition. Pink Power. Five Ways Flamingos Are the Most Extreme Birds on Earth by Scott Elder Think these pink birds are pushovers? Think again. Flamingos don't just survive in harsh environments that would kill most animals. They thrive in them. Their pink color and wobbly-looking legs can cause people to assume they're kind of dainty, says Felicity Arango, a flamingo researcher at the American Museum of Natural History. But flamingos are actually much tougher than they look. In fact, flamingos just might be the most extreme bird in the animal kingdom. Check out these five adaptions to decide. Number one, they have a leg up. A group of lesser flamingos swoops down towards a bright red lake in Tanzania, a country in East Africa. Like most of the watery habitats the six species of flamingos live in, Lake Natron is loaded with corrosive chemicals that would burn off human skin, and it's a watery graveyard for many of the other birds that land there. Animals that perish in the lake are gradually mummified. But the rosy birds land feet first, then calmly step towards the thousands of other flamingos that have been wading in the water all day. Their fragile-looking, stilt-like legs are covered in armor, Hundreds of hard scales atop their thick, leathery skin. These plates are similar to your fingernails, Arango says, but they're more flexible, like reptile scales. This armor is what protects the birds when they're in toxic waterways all over the world. Number two, their beaks have an impressive bite. Flamingos inhabit extreme habitats because these shallow, salty homes have food that's way too small for other animals to eat, such as near-microscopic brine shrimp, algae, and fly larvae. Less competition means more food for flamingos. But eating these micro-meals requires several adaptations. Like the ocean's largest whales, flamingos are filter feeders. But instead of swimming for their dinner, they just kick the mud where the food lives, dip their heads, and slurp up their meal. Unlike human, both their lower and upper jaws move, allowing the birds to open and shut their mouths rapidly, as fast as 20 times a second, which pumps food-filled water inside their beaks. A short, comb-like structure running along the edge of the beak keeps large particles out, while another strainer around the tongue captures the tasty tidbits. The filtering mechanism, combined with the speed that these birds pump at, involves some crazy elaborate physics, Arango says. It's really astounding to watch a flamingo feast. Number three, they can drink anything. Flamingos can be found on every continent except for Australia and Antarctica. Most of the birds live in hypersaline or super salty lakes, marshes, and lagoons. And some of those water habitats are fed by near boiling hot springs. So, what do flamingos drink? Salt water, minus the salt. 
Located in their heads, tiny organs called salt glands filter out the salt from the water they sip. Then, the salt discharges through their nostrils. Even species that live in the desert, like the Chilean flamingo, have this adaptation to drink from the pools in salt flats. But flamingos will seek out fresh water if they can, zoologist Paul Rose says. That's where the almost boiling hot springs enter. Scientists aren't sure how the birds are able to safely guzzle the scalding water, which can reach temperatures up to 140 degrees Fahrenheit. But they think it has something to do with the extra tough linings all flamingos have in their mouths and throats. Scientists have also discovered blood vessels in the birds' heads that might help them regulate their body temperature by shedding the heat they swallow, sort of like how a car's radiator helps get rid of excess heat from the engine. Number four, they don't get cold feet. Hundreds of Andean flamingos fall asleep standing in the shallows of Laguna, Colorado, a lake high in the Andes Mountains in the South American country of Bolivia. As they snooze, the temperature drops more than 30 degrees and causes the water around the bird's feet to freeze. A person who dozes off in freezing water would suffer frostbite, or worse. Not flamingos. The birds simply break their feet free from the ice, then bury their beaks in the icy water for a morning snack. In fact, some flamingos only leave for warmer areas when the ice gets too thick to feed. The same armor that protects the flamingos in corrosive water likely helps them handle icy conditions as well. We also see them in very hot springs, which feed water into some of these mountain lakes, Arango says. The scales on the legs and feet help, but hot or cold, they can regulate their body temperature really well. Number five. Their nests are like little castles. A hungry jackal paces along the shore of Lake Bogoria in the East African country of Kenya, staring at thousands of newly hatched lesser flamingo chicks across the shallows. It steps into the lake towards its prey, but leaps out when the sharp sting of the water sets in. The ability to thrive in this habitat provides flamingos with another advantage— a protective natural moat. The dome-like mud nests in the middle of corrosive waters help keep a flamingo pair's single egg and later their chick safe from predators. The mounds also keep everything mostly dry after rain raises the water level. After chicks hatch, they're watched over by babysitters in flamingo nurseries so the parents can feed. Away from the nests, Juvenile and adult flamingos stick together in large flocks, which confuses predators trying to pick a target among the wall of pink. These birds are smart and tough, Rose says. That's exactly the combination they need to survive in the parts of the planet where they live. Here's some cool facts about the birds. Number one, a group of flamingos is called a flamboyance or a stand. Number two, the pink in a flamingo's plumage comes from its diet. The algae that flamingos eat have carotene, which colors things orange or pink. And lastly, number three. The black feathers under a flamingo's wings can be seen only when the birds are flying. 
And our last article is also from the February 2022 edition by Kitson Jazinka. Incredible animal friends. Fox plays with Terrier from Corwin, Wales. Rosie the orphan fox pup liked to outwit her adopted sister, Maddie the Patterland Terrier. Whenever I'd give them treats, Rosie somehow managed to sneak away with the dog's biscuits, says owner Richard Bowler, who took in the fox after she was abandoned. Rosie was introduced to Maddie slowly. Maddie has always been playful, and it's a natural instinct for a fox cub to play. So they got on great, Bowler says. The duo's favorite place to play indoors? The living room. The fox liked to run along the top of the sofa and jump over the coffee table to meet Maddie, Bowler says. The room was usually a wreck. The pair's owner even had to replace his sofa after Rosie tried to bury a toy bone inside a cushion. And when Rosie wasn't pranking her canine friend, the pair bonded by chasing tennis balls and twigs together. It was an odd friendship, since Maddie's parents were actually bred to hunt foxes. Nobody told this dog, though. She spent most of her time rolling around with Rosie in an outdoor vegetable garden. Still, the furry friends usually settled down for a nap time. But not before Maddie gave Rosie a sloppy goodnight kiss. Paterlin Terrier. Origin. Most likely England. Weight. Between 10 and 17 pounds. Dig it. Terriers love to dig. In fact, the word terrier comes from terra, a Latin word for earth. One of many. There are more than 25 different terrier breeds. Red Fox. Range. North America, Europe, Northern Africa, and Asia. Weight. Between 8 and 15 pounds. Solo Act. As solitary animals, red foxes usually don't form packs like wolves. Here I am! Red foxes often use their tails as signal flags for fox-to-fox -fox communication. That brings us to the end of today's articles. If you'd like to find out more about Airs LA and the types of programs we offer, follow us at any of the social media links at the top of the pages on our website. Please help us out by clicking the like buttons. This podcast is for sole use of our blind, low-vision, and print-impaired listeners. Any unauthorized use is prohibited. I'm Ava DeVoe, and I'll be back soon with another article. Thanks for listening!